I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the very latest edition of the Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow if you haven't done so already on Twitter. We are at Premier View Pod. On Facebook, our page is the Premier View Podcast and on Instagram, where we are Premier View Podcast. We have up-to-the-minute news on all things Tip GAA across all our socials, plus the odd giveaway so don't miss out. If you're a Spotify listener, don't forget to hit follow and also hit the bell so that you never miss a podcast episode. Hello and welcome to the Preview Podcast, episode number 114. The wheat is being sorted from the chaff as the county championship group stages have now been concluded. We have preliminary quarterfinal draws as well to feast over in the in the coming hour. But first, we need to look at look back at the weekend in what was a cracking another cracking weekend for these county championships that keep on giving. Where else to start? But with Turles Arsenal announcing their arrival onto the championship. Championship scene with a resounding win over Barsley, who now go out of the competition. Sean Smith, it was live on TG O'Cahar. Is that Turles number one in the power rankings now? Can he dislodge Nina? Dislodge Nina, we do well. Dislodge tuned where they're going at the moment. There and a smiling at me, but um, I'm pressed. I just have a few. Um, I've ended Tracy here and Stephen as well as Sean <laughs> on, on with me there now, so that's can fight it out over the power rankings. I know I'm I'm pressing a fixture in the second half pull away nicely but um, maybe kind of something game on TG4 there's a few comments there that's a bit loose and scrappy but we just kind of powered on got the win we wanted um, came second in the group but sure as we talked about later we drew him quarter final against Nina so we're probably better off not winning it and you know draw another team that may have been an easier game but sure that's another day to talk about but um, good win um, Darcyclum man the match six points in play some of his skill is excellent Hit the crossbar a goal down the Klein end as well. Like if that would have been a cracking goal. Um off the bench then with Shawnee Comfort, Shawnee Butler, sorry, came off the bench there. One one, you know, another player to put his hand up for the next day. I know in Purcell, who was away there for the last two games, came back off the bench well with a point. So like Bursley kind of faded at the end when scoring the one eleven. Um penned a lot in the round again. They think there were only four or five scores in the game um against so like it's hard to know where Burris were at this year. Um the group the way they had true aid lead against Kildang and then came back and robbed at the end they say so it's hard to know like every day teams go out and play different but like with the championship on line um, to kind of fade away in the second half which but then again we didn't really let them hurl either, like rolling there at the backs and our back line were solid but for us we might disappoint now with that result on Sunday they never really, that second half in particular they never really got going that's their second year in a row now that they've had arguably a tough County Championship group, but they're out now again after three games. Yeah, they're struggling big time. Um, do you know the, a lot of the, the success they had winning the county and getting to the All Ireland was, you know, they, they probably don't want to hear, it, but it was based a lot on the 
prowess of Brendan and Dan just just enter pump and just a few other lads maybe picking up a little bit of the work work ethic and it was basically Dan winning freeze and Brendan hitting them that won him a county. I know that sounds simplistic, but that they're was the really bulk of it. back end, aren't they? Or maybe you I know they, they came from nowhere. You could say as well to win that county. So maybe they're just kind of reverting to the mean. Ah, uh, yeah. And they're in fairness, like they they're missing Niall Kenny this year. Now he's not that big a loss that maybe it would have made that much of a difference. But kind of their game would have been built around hitting the two Kennys with a lot of high ball and you know just hard work rate. Um, and to be honest with you, they're very thin on the ground. Boris have been producing a lot of good underage hurlers. And none more so than Paddy McCormick coming through this year. But the, it's once you go to 16, 17, as, as is the case with a lot of clubs, but but Burris this year just seemed after 16 or 17, they were just going too far into the uh, junior team and the quality wasn't there. And when key players aren't playing well, it just it, it really stunk. It, like, can we say in the whole whole campaign, they've only really played a good half of Ireland, like, and that was against Kiladangan in the first half. Very poor in the second half. The game against Canalty, they were very poor. And they were very poor against Turles for the whole game. So even though they were on three points going into the Turles game, couldn't really say that they deserved to go through, you know? And I was impressed, I suppose, Sean, with how... I don't know if it was how physical Sars were or just how light Barcelona were. Like, you know, the, like Sadie Ryan, maybe James Devaney, like, were just... They, they kind of struggled a bit with the kind of physicality that SARS brought, which isn't something you might not always associate with SARS in recent years. Yeah, we're kind of working on that kind of strength of getting tackle in, winning the turnovers, even our forwards. Um, but I mean, like some of our, I suppose it looked like lighter lads were hitting hits there now the other day and um, they were kind of turning over the ball. But like as you mentioned there, Burrs over here, they could have had bigger lads in the forward line, even they weren't even hitting the ball into the full forward line in the end. They're trying to play it through lines and our half-back line was kind of dominant and breaking that down. But And we've worked on kind of finishing the game strong, which we've had done this year, like the Brackens, the Canola games and like that second half against Burrs, you know, just kind of trying to get the bench set in. But like, have to go on all day now and do it all again because this championship has thrown up results that are could happen on again, so we can't call that. We might, we might talk about SARS again in a little while because we had that preliminary quarter final draw now, and you you won't be kind of resting on your laurels too long having been drawn against Nina. So we'll do the preview piece maybe after this. But the other, I suppose, Kildangan go through um, group winners in that in in, the, in that group with a kind of again a quite comprehensive win over Clenelty, and then again Clenelty again they have that preliminary quarter final against Mullinahone, but Jesus, you know they are. How do you rate their season so far? Like all over the place, isn't it? I mean, it's going to be a strange situation for them going back training this week, and you know they're still in the championship, but then they they get knocked out. They'll have the relegation to contend with. So and like you know, again, it's Stephen. Like it's like one home for them is a winning one, but are they only prolonging the inevitable now? You know, like kind of getting to quarter final and maybe playing a group winner then and going out. Yeah, to be, to be honest, I'm not going to write one home after into this game either. Oh yeah, hey, but both of them were fancy. Yeah, we wrote them off at the start of the season. Well, you know, I think we fairly tipped them. We we tipped them fairly to be finishing bottom of the group, but they've come out and proved everyone wrong. And you know, beating beating Nina, beating Nina at the weekend is was um some another big boost for them. And they'll fancy they'll fancy going in against a kind of a raggedy. I, I don't I, I don't mean that they're a raggedy team, Clonty. I mean the the results and the performance this year just. Just hasn't been, they haven't been fluid. They haven't been going well. Whereas Mullahone have been performing, and you know, 
I know Drummond, the Drummond game, you know, they, they conceded a few goals there, but they are going well, so they'll fancy that big time. And, you know, Knolte then, if they lose, or even if they win, they go on, they still have that relegation battle looming over their shoulder. And it's it's just going to make for strange preparation, you know, from in, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and and geez, and Kildangan in the your 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 North boys doing their business quietly enough in the end. Yeah, it's uh, starting to get to that stage now where you're starting to worry as um one of the rival teams that they're starting to get into gear. Um, you know, started the year slowly in the north and just are gradually building. I know they were edgy enough against Boris, obviously a very poor first half, but when they turned it on the second half, it was scary enough and looked at they. they Put away Clonolty was without having to get out a second or third gear, like it was, he kind of always had them at arm's length and just start our quality team. Like, if you're, if you like, I'd have them as the favorites at the moment, they're probably just separated from from the rest of the teams in the quarterfinals a little bit. They're probably just above everyone else. Um, just when they're on it, there's some set of forwards, some just a, a quality, quality squad. And when, when I was talking about Burris, they've only 16 or 17. Kiladang can dip down into 22, 23, 24 players that are of a similar standard. And, you know, it's a big benefit in the championship. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but they do have that, again, that bit of hot and cold about them, maybe, that they don't have that aura, maybe that other, I, I suppose some, some teams might have you, you, you know, I, I take your point, but you still feel that, you know, on any given day, Kildang, you can you can upset them. And I suppose one of the teams that will be looking to do that will be your own. To Mavara, who I, you know, if Stephen was a bit unkind to our South compatriots, won the whole early on in the year, and I might have been with him. Uh, I didn't, fa- I didn't really fancy To Mavara. I thought, you know, tricky enough group at the start of the year, but you know, they've again another team straight into that quarter final. Now, such an advantage when you see that quarter final draw. They might not be number one or number two in the power rankings, but they're no, no lower than number three. I'd say now. Yeah, I'm sure that's what I mean. Like after Kiladeng, I'd say you could, you know throw your hat into the ring and pick out any team that could be getting to a semi-final final. Um, look, at start of the year, looking at that group, I'd say it's the third year in a row we've got a good group. And to be having any chance of winning the county, we had to win that group, I think. Um, you know, we've been flirting with getting out of a quarter final and moving on a bit over the last few years, but we, we, we haven't had the consistency. And it's the first time in a long time that we've played three championship matches in a row and played well. Um, I, I wouldn't say we've played fully to our potential, but we've played very well in all the games and we've had to dig deep. Um, in every game, bar the uh, Killer One game, where I thought we should have actually won that by more, we won by 10, but we could have won by more at the time. But, you know, it's only going to be positive. We, our key players are playing well. And, you know, if they can stay doing that, it could take us far. But in terms of Killer Dang, and I, I don't think, I can't remember the last time. I think the last time. We bet Kildangan in championship was 2011 in a North final. And Jesus, they've beaten us some amount of time since. So <laughs> I'm hoping to avoid Kildangan at all costs, to be honest. Yeah, and I suppose, look, you're, you're both after winning, so you can meet him now to the semi-final at yeah. the earliest. You know, yeah. if, again, and, you know, there'll be at least, with, with Sarsfields on, there'll be at least one doozy of a quarter-final as well, not right off Nina. But the other team in that group, Roscoe, I was last 10 minutes... Against Tomb, I was a little bit disappointed with Rock. Maybe last fifteen, it was just pure route one, dump the ball in without any plan. They were making heroes of the the Tomb defenders. I thought that if they kind of had a bit more composure about them, 
they could have, you know, they, they, they could have got something a bit more from that game. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Um, they started the game fairly. They were looking to nullify Darren McCarthy and Jack Delaney for the start of the game. Yeah, Ider O'Connor was basically a, a sweeper for most of the game. And in fairness to him, he cleaned up ball in the first half. So it was actually the, the polar opposite in the first half where we were lumping down high ball on top of Colin Canning, but Ider O'Connor was absolutely mopping up ball. Jeez, he must have caught three or four clean balls during the first half. And Ross Gray, look, they're, geez, they're a fair fit team this year. I'm, I was, I, I can't get over how fit they are. They stay going the whole match. And I even said that against when they played uh, Killer One, even when they were winning towards the end, they were still traveling with the ball and sticking to the game plan. And they're just, they're incredibly fit this year. Probably lacking a bit of scoring power. Um, I know Alan Tynan got the goal in the first half, but Robbie Cork kept him fairly quiet. And they're really missing that heavy scoring forward, Shane Fletcher. Was he can be hit and miss? He was quiet enough the other day as well after scoring two three today against Killer One in the round two. So look, they're they're in bonus territory now. Their goal would have been to get out of the group. And to be honest with you, I have a bit of a grow for Osprey. I think they're a good club. Like they're always producing players underage, um, and they've been knocking on the door at senior level for the last few years without a lot of success. So good to see him getting out of the group. Um, obviously I was delighted to beat them at the weekend, but. Coming down the last ten minutes, they were probably had they were probably happy enough to just tip over the points to knock down the score difference, to make sure they got into second place. So, yeah, and um, look, they're going to have a tough one. They're looking yeah. at again, Drum, Lockmore, Kildangan from my mats for a quarter final would be there. Toom have either the two winners of the prelims or Holy Cross. Mm. So there's probably two draws you definitely take there and maybe one to avoid. So. You know, different pathways there for, for both teams. But as I said, Ross Craig probably in bonus territory now and you never know. Yeah, yeah 100%. And sure, that's where they want to be. So they won't mind any draw. They'll have a, a good crack at anyone who ever comes across them. Absolutely. I suppose back to that, I suppose just to round up, Stephen, on that that drum group, right? That was a dead dead rubber, but Bracken showed a bit of life there. And then, you know, come at the hour, come at the man again for Munnahone again. It's up in the highlights, I think, with, with the penalty. But Mullinahone really set out their stall early in that with uh, tearing into Nina, you know, kind of built up a good lead. And I suppose just the red cards came at a crucial stage of the match. I think the lead was lit, whittled back to about three points. But uh, again, after Mullinahone, you know, again, full full value and a bit of a self-destruct here by Nina, who, you know, maybe earlier than we might have thought. But like, you know, they're going from carrying all around them, North champions into like a very difficult preliminary quarterfinal now. Yeah, and um, look, I suppose Mullahone and Nina have probably different contrasts in, in, in styles of hurling. Nina, I suppose you could you could tag him a typical town team wanting to hurl, you know, and wanting to free-flowing hurl, but Mullahone will absolutely horse it into you. Now, they want to hurl as well, but they have no issue with, with the with the physical side of hurling. And, and um, you know, they just, they, they're, they're, they're great to absolutely tear into the game for each other. And stick to a game plan. Whatever it is, it's unselfish. It is workmanlike at times, but it's effective. It's you know, and and I suppose with with Jake with Jake out and a couple of other injuries, I suppose a lot of people would have gave Mullinahone a chance going into this game, you know. And then Nina losing the rag, you know. You see comments on uh on Premier View where Owen Kelly was refing the game, and <laughs> you know we were hearing it in the south with years like, yeah. If he's reffing the game, he's getting away with it, and especially 
the Black Garden the other day, you know, he, they, they love it. They relish all that. Like, and, uh, you know, and Nina and they were going to find it tough in the prelims because yeah, they were three they came players, three, three straight reds. Three, three straight reds. So they're gone. And then uh, Jake is coming off an injury. Will he be ready in time? Um, but they're coming out of a group after losing. Their, you know, I know they bet they bet JK earlier and early in the year, but they're coming off a loss. They didn't qualify out of the group. They won the north, but that was so long ago. And as Ross Cray pr- proved, what's, what what's happening in the north not uh it doesn't doesn't reflect the. But Nina were different it. this year, lads, weren't they? You know, they were working hard and all this. You know, we've heard that they were you know really kind of. But that was that was the start season. of the season. We, we've seen that we've now. seen this with Nina for so long. Start the season, brilliant, flying, go, like they're probably going to win the county. They just, I, I, I watched them do the same to Sars a few years ago up in um, up in the stadium, and the following week, then uh, County Rossmore, or two weeks later, County Rossmore devoured them in the county final. Um, it's it. What happened at the weekend was not unexpected, and that's aside from the red cards. Even if they didn't get a red card, I still yeah. But I still I'd say like right, lose the game, but Jesus, make sure you're fifteen available from your start fifteen for the next day. Like I mean, it's a, they're that's, really shooting themselves in the foot now. But that's that's composure. That's um, you know, it it, it just all composure left on the day. You know, like the the shot that went in on to Owen Kelly as he was going up to take the penalty to get sent off in a situation like that. It, it's just it's brain dead. What were they going to achieve by? By um, one of the greatest hurlers of all time, hurled under all sorts of pressure from I'd I'd go and back at sixteen years of age out. up until now. What did they think they were going to do? Make his knees wobble as he taking a penalty because they had a few words from going up the pitch. Ridiculous, like and but take but to get a, a sending off in that situation was was terrible. And then he got another one afterwards after after getting the first one earlier. You know they're they're under big pressure now in the next game and all the good work they done in the North Championship. Looks like to be gone up in smoke, you know, because yeah, for a club like Nina, know. sorry, for a club like Nina, North Championship is not good enough, you know. They have to be doing it. They have to be winning the county. And look, I would caveat that now. I'm obviously not the biggest Nina fan, but they're losing the heads. They probably were lacking that bit of leadership on the field on the day, especially when Tommy got sent off, Mikey Heffern and missing and Jay. You know, two two of their best players, let's be honest, and two of their scoring threats. And they're they're the leaders on the team, other than Paddy Murphy. And just a young team was left on the pitch. It was a skeleton team, really. And it's hard to understand, Stephen. I know what you're saying, because like it's not like it was a do or die game and they just lost the heads because they knew they were getting bit. They had the preliminary quarter final there. And they knew there was going to be another game no matter what. And there was still that was it was stupid now. Um and Kelly's as cute as a fox, lads. I mean Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't I didn't see it on the on the stream now, but I'd say Ben West didn't hit him too hard now. Well not hard enough that he was down on the ground for five you minutes. Can tour, Jimmy. One he back of the agenda. Look, look look Les, when he got up to get the penalty, he kinda hobbled for a minute and then five, six yards later, <laughs> sprightly like a twenty one yeah, year old yeah, jogging. Yeah, up. Was, what I will but, say, lads, look at that penalty that penalty was just excellent. You see you see so many penalties being missed, like Balnam was because we Ross Gray fairly sure missed one at the weekend with the game in the Melton Pot versus Tomb as well. Another like crucial and Kelly just stuck it in the corner, keep her wrong way. Like you just can't be class. Yeah. 
But that, that's what I'm saying. That that's Owen Kelly going up to take that penalty. Like, like the what one did he they think against, they were going to achieve? Like the one he stuck in the corner against Nina. It broke the net. Or against Toome. Sorry, it broke the net. Broke that was the a <laughs> Sledge by that day. I'll never forget it. Made a show of himself. <laughs> he did a great umpiring job that day too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's no, no. Uh, well, you uh, can't, you can't be that class, that composure, that coolness. Yeah. And that just, the know-how to, yeah, the know-how to get under a lad's skin. The know-how to... If he wants to be an idiot, live. I'll help him be an idiot, and no, that's what they did. And and you know they're marching on through now with good form. They've no players suspended. Conor Whelan wasn't playing the other day. I think he had a he had having a, a hernia. He had operation maybe. And to, like if he's back the next day, they're only going to be stronger. You know, so like they'd, they'd be very fa- very uh, confident in the next round. Impressive from the snitch with Jack. It's Jack Shelley's a player manager. Like it's. It's savage tipping. That's that's not easy, like. Yeah, they all wrote, they, they're brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, a few words on drum lads. That, you know they basically had the weekend off, right? They you know concentrate on the football next weekend, but they'll be thereabouts as well. Um, Doc Moore, they you know they their business all but done. I suppose a bit of a spanner thrown in the works with the change in the scoring system. We had it all mapped out maybe last week, or we thought we had it all mapped out, and. Yeah. A, a few secretaries maybe around the county had to double check the rule book. And, you know, and that, that led to Temple Derry got a right get out of jail card there. They're now at a relegation, Upper Church are in relegation. Probably the year never really took off for Upper. That's the biggest story there. What's remaining is Upper Church in relegation. And they're, you know, that relegation is a bear pit. Unbelievable. It's nearly more exciting than the quarterfinals when they come up. Like, that's one of those teams going down to Premier Intermediate. You'll be, the teams that are are in the top three to get out of Premier Intermediate would be desperate to get up because they know there's going to be a big hitter coming down next year. Yeah, and look, just a little round. You've Canelty, Upper Church, Kilruan, last year's county champions, and J.K. Brackens, who might just have found a bit of form in the nick of time and getting a couple of players back. It's called that one, as you know, the draw there is... Can... And, and Brackens were very good. You'd probably say for round three, they were the worst out of the four teams. Uh, so far in their games with Paddy Cadell, that's I've never seen a team to be so different with and without a player. Jesus, they were they were a completely different team against Drum, and yeah, it's like it's not like Drum went out to throw that match. Like they still had a, the bones of a full team out, and they just got fucking blitzed. He's a spiritual um, leader there, isn't he? Ah, oh, he's unbelievable, and he hurls farewell for them. I, I I'd only love if he could translate that to Tip, even even half of the, the influence he brings to games when he's playing with Tip. Um, and it might come yet, but Jesus, he's he's unreal for them, in fairness. And didn't um, Brackens beat Drum last year in the mid-championship? You know, yeah. so it's, it's not a, just an old, an old once-off uh, in the cha- in the championship game for, for JK. With Paddy Cadell back there, like, they'll, you know, they have the talisman back. That'll lift the whole team, like, you know, and, and, and you know, you, you'd be a foolish person to be thinking, right, let's I hope we get Brackens in the relegation semi final because I think any of the four teams, like this, is probably Absolutely. the most exciting looking, relegation worried, final yeah. ever. I'd be a little bit worried for Clenelty there, but then Jesus Upper Church said they might not have been expecting to be in it, so they'll have to get their heads right as well. And I suppose they, they'd be maybe the team you feel feel most for. I, I couldn't call it, I genuinely couldn't. Yeah. I think Killer Honor are a huge bother as well. Yeah. They're, they have three matches now and you know they've gradually improved but Jesus they're still 
they're kind of chopping and changing, trying to fill positions and try to get lads into form the whole championship. And it's going to be so cutthroat, lads. I mean, imagine if they got relegated after winning the county final last year. What a disaster it'll be. Killer and the team, I feel for there as well. Like, they just, they must be defeated. Mm. And the thing is now, it's been dragged out of Knoldi, who when one home at 50 games, they win that. It's another delay of when the draw will be. So, like, how do you keep them as motivated? Like Bracken's that win at the weekend for like they're coming into form. They're showing something. You know, that's what they want. Like even though it's they're over, still got to show something. But like Kiran just being the opposite completely. Yeah, and, like, you could if if got to beat later. If Clenelty got to quarter final, you could be looking at the weekend of twenty eighth of September before these are played. So full month. Yeah, full uh, month, and you've J.K. Bracken's who are playing football as well. They have competitive football to keep and that edge church. going. Mm. You know, and Kilran won't. You know, it, it, where are they going to get? They're not going to get challenges anywhere. So they're, they're out in the hurling field training. It's no matter what you do in training, it's never replicated. You cannot replicate it in the, the, uh, the match situation. Like you know, so they're going to have a big few weeks. And if Clonolty do get over Mullinhorn, it's just going to make it's going to make that getting out of that relegation situation a, a little bit harder for Kilran. Absolutely. Right, lads, we better move on. Um, I suppose the Premier Intermediate, the I suppose the Cash of game was played in Group One. Mary's versus mine was postponed due to the awful tragedy in Clonmel and condolences and sympathies from all I think in the involved in the Premier League podcast to the families and friends involved there. Absolutely awful stuff. Um just like a bring it back to the Harlan. Cashel Balanag gave enough to think about here. And I just for getting word as well that the whoever does finish second in this group will play Gartnahu in the preliminary quarter final. So there'll be a lot of games if it is St. Mary's, Ballina, or mine going through. There'll be a lot of games in a short space of time there. But Cashley, I did, I suppose, what they had to do in the end. But for a long time, Ballina were it was nip and tuck in this game. It was the permutations there, Kevin. I'm sure you haven't written down there and posted up in the wall for yourself. Jeez, I, 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 um, jeez, you have me now. I, I do. I have them all worked out, but basically, Mary's are in a strong position if they beat. Well, if they beat mine, they're true. Uh, yeah. It's second, but if they, I think they can something like lose by one point and still get true. If they lose by five, they're in relegation. Four differences is three, and Balnaz is one. Is it? Balan, uh, let's see. Balnaz lost us by three. Yeah, so Balana lost us by three and beat mine by two. Or sorry, yeah. by five, so that gives them plus two. Balana can't go into relegation, is the one thing I worked out anyway. And then mine have to mine have a have it kind of you know cut out from I think they have to win by five to go through. Okay. Uh, you'd you'd expect Mary's to win it. Mine have been, yeah, but, you know, you're, yeah, you, you would be into a very tough preliminary quarter final four or five days after the Mary's game is set for Clenalty on Wednesday, Wednesday week, uh, under lights. So I'm sure that'll be on Clubber as well. So, a bit of a bonus there for the, uh, but, um, yeah, it's, it's gonna be yeah, a, it's tough a very one. short turnaround if they can get over it. Yeah, you know, they, yeah. the, the, especially their seniors, you're, uh, the commercial lads, the, the the lads playing football, they're going to be playing this weekend and they'll be playing midweek in the hurling. And then if they can get over that, they're going to be playing uh, the preliminary quarter final. There's a, there's a, there's a big eight days of, of sport for some of them lads, you know. And there's, um, 
there's going to be a tough one and you'd be thinking whoever comes out of that and into the preliminary quarterfinal will be at a slightly disadvantage there with the short turnarounds. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's the way the games are going, I suppose, unfortunately. Um, Gartnahu, again, they drew with killing all. It wasn't enough for them to, to get them into the automatic quarterfinal part behind Lara. Uh, or Port Row are into the relegation here but again I, I suppose no one would want to be drawn Port Row because they've seemed to be kind of steady in the ship at least jeez I, I was watching the again flicking on the club or I was what the last kind of play with in the in the Garten Who game you know they were three points up they were a man down in the last few minutes but Kilnall just you know just again like just just reeled them in kind of had a long range free to draw it keeper does a brilliant catch in there and over carries then front, you know, on, on, on the way out. And you know, just the easiest free easiest freeze you'll ever the ref will ever give, yeah. and then you know, points it blows it up. So look, there are the margins, I suppose. Yeah, it was actually a good quality game in fairness. Um Gurton who they were reduced to 14 men. I'm not, I'm not sure what the score was. That's I think they were losing by a point or two. Um, and geez, they went on some run, they scored six or seven points in a row. Started hurting serious stuff, but white line fever there for finishing. Timmy Dunn will be having nightmares about that. He done well, like he was under pressure to catch the ball yeah. from the free, and then just he went mad there for a few minutes. He just <laughs> for a few seconds, he just stayed going. He wasn't even been tackled too hard, to be honest. I, I think, think he, he was looking for the tackle. Is he? Yeah. If he got tackled, he would have got a free. I'd say. Yeah. You know, yeah. He was reaching out for it, and he took the extra steps, and sure, Kieran yeah. O'Dwyer had a handy free. So probably the fair result on the day. Kilnall had patches where they were very good as well, and. You know, they're only going to improve, like, because they're missing Dean O'Connor. And there's, I don't know what the story is with Bubbles when he's going to be back. I know he was on the bench. Interesting interview there. Like, he's, he was saying afterwards, you know, he wanted to come on in or whatever. But then he was saying also he was, he was kind of not fit or whatever. So, yeah. You know, again, they'll have what, three weeks now to a quarter final. So he, you'd, you'd fancy he'll be back fit and fighting for that anyway. Yeah. And like, they're in a great position if they can get those yeah. lads back firing like Bubbles. Again, he has to right anyway. Ball, like, like, yeah, trying like to go forward there. Seven, like, it could be the difference between them winning and losing. Mm. So, I don't know what sort of shape he's in now, lads, but you, you'd know more. But is he, is he wintered early or is he? <laughs> no, in fairness, he looked through him on the, again, look, looking at him on the, on the, uh, on, on the clubber again. He looks, looks, looks in good trim. So, you know, he knows, I said, our county's, like, they have, they have a great chance this year. Killing all seem to be, again, a bit of a different animal. It's easier to say when they're winning games and stuff. Bit like Nina early in the year, you know, you know they're different this year and to have it all together. But like, yeah, they and they look again when you put bubbles back, it gives them so many more options in the forwards, which, which could be key, right? Laura are, are playing very well as well. Um, Stephen Swan, uh, go through as group winners. Um, maybe unbelievable, great turnaround from from yeah. considering the first day. How they threw away a five point lead to to draw to be lucky to draw with, with Sean Tracy's, but what made this result even bigger for me was uh the missing Dean Walters through injury, an unfortunate knee injury again. Um, he's a huge player for him. He's a huge player. You, if you look at scoring stats, you mightn't see his name a whole heap, but what he does for the rest of the forwards and for the team in general is just it's it's invaluable. And they were missing two other young fellas, I think so. You know, they're patched up basically, but they went up to win a game and you know they 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 um they did their job and 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. They, they got a good win. You know, I, I, I can't remember what the, the winning margin was at the end, but it was to somewhat comfortable enough like and uh probably wouldn't have been expected or uh, air in the situation they were in probably wouldn't have it wouldn't have been expected at the start of the year but the 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 danger of a team coming down is if any little bit of complacency sets in where you think look we'll go back up or we'll be there thereabouts ready to go back up you, you get some kick in the hole there because if you're at the bottom rung of of the Dan Breen the the teams that are looking to go up, they're not too far away from that that level. Ross Cray proved it last year. And um it it could be it could be a tough few years for Aero, but the, the Swan winning, that's just going to give him huge confidence. You, you know, especially be down the couple of players as they said. They'll have young O'Halloran back now from a broken leg. He, he's he's he'll be back now. He's be back training. So uh is it two two or three weeks before the next game? That'll get loads of game into his into him or loads of training into him, and he'll be an addition to them as well. So they'll fancy, you know, their manager Jerry. I'd know him well. His um goal at the start of the year was win the group, get up to yeah. They were very much focused. I think on the county, maybe this one would traditionally focus on the south as well, but they were very much I think change of focus this year. Yeah, they, yeah. We know, see they, how that worked out from last year. Yeah, we see how it worked out from last year. Like they won the south, but but. Had a had a terrible time in up the county and were involved in the relegation battle. Um, look, they would have, they would have been delighted to win the South again this year. But the focus and the goal this year was win the group. They went out and they did it in the county quarterfinal. And I don't think there's too many teams going to want to be beat going to want to be meeting them in the in, in a knockout championship match in up, up no, no, in the we'll, county stages. We'll come to Sars in a second. Sars Sars B. Uh, you know the good good win over Tracy's, but like again, West Tip lads, you can only in party relegation. Tracy's are in relegation. Aero came down from Dan Breen. Didn't, you know, didn't raise a gallop in Premier Intermediate. Like Arvale in intermediate relegation. Yeah, Golden okay. scrape, you know, Cap White are flying it in fairness. Golden scrape the Premier Gutter, but Cash are going all right. But are the alarm bells ringing for the division? Or it's it like there's maybe a, maybe a shift in power dynamic in the division, you know, Clonality. Traditionally, obviously, are the big club there, and you know, Aero going back to them, they're they're a team at the end of their life cycle. Like they were, you probably have to say they're punching above their weight for the last decade or so. They just had a a really good crop of players there that came along together, and they're all coming towards you know the latter stages of their career, and it's just starting to peter out from a bit, and they're not they're not producing enough players to be able to keep them afloat. Um, Canolty. Like they're just missing forwards, I think, aren't they? Like they've they've good players peppered from the backs up to midfield, but you know they're trying to convert Robert Dyle and Danny Slattery into scoring forwards, and very reliant on Kyle Burke to get the scores there. They're what would the average be? They scored one thirteen against Burrs the first day. What did they score one seventeen against Cyrus, Sean? Was it? Um, and what did they score the last day? Fifth. 18 points was it or no yeah and they rallied late on in that one as well 17 points so yeah, like yeah. 
really struggling for scores. Like, if you're not breaching 20 points and in the senior championship, you're not going to win matches. Like, Cotton Burke is scoring. Even against nothing, Cotton Burke by everything in the second half. Though. There's no other outfit, yeah. really. No, that was kind of what killed yeah. him, to be honest. Yeah, you need to be able to get scores. Well, you know, so. And it's a bit of a farce as well, the way like the divisions, like we all want them to be kept. Well, I assume we all do. I do anyway, but mm. like that, well, have they won 10 West in a row? Like it's a bit, it's a bit ridiculous that they're always have that backup of a preliminary quarter final. And maybe it doesn't help them either. Um, but to have that safety net, like it maybe it can take away some of the uh intensity that, that they're going to the games with. Like for most clubs, I know for a lot of the North clubs. They're, they're going all out because they're, it's so hard to win a division in the North whereas in the West like and they maybe, have to be even back up training to be going winning maybe, championships you know, the, way, the way Cashel are going underage and that like a couple of mm. years they'll be up there competing with penalty so like you'll you have a good championship then but yeah you're right but at the moment it might have blunted their their performances in the county look, but look they are where they are Sean I suppose another very solid year so far for Sars B I think Tommy Marr was it got five points at the weekend or yeah, another great game for Tommy for play and freeze and shooting from midfield. Even some of the points were a quick line ball into me, quick shout for Nora Bear. But this is a strange game. And like, when you see the two full time scores, are kind of wondering how our ball came so level up until probably half time. Like, Aero, we're trying to follow both games there. And um, like, John Shea is doing a great job with the updates from Aero's game. And like, Aero got a pint up around half time. Like, they had nine points to the board, Swans on five. And we were thinking, you know, this is going to come down to keep an eye on both games. But then, Swans is now blitzing the second half. Aero already scored six points. Um, at halftime, we ain't in nine all about phrases. It's tit for tat, balance in the first half. No really good chances. Jack Lennon against scores. Time early. Lee McCormick, Mossy. But, like, then freeze from each team as well. You know, it was kind of a sloppy game at times. But we came out in the second half. And, like, our seniors, they just kind of dominated the second half. Um, went up, scored 19 points there. And, like last puck of the game, Sean Trace got the goal to make a one thirteen, so we're kind of comfortably a five point lead from probably ten minutes into the second half. And um, Michael Cal in the half back line was excellent with Aidan McCormack. Yeah. You know, he just could read the game. That's we dropped down to that level. His awareness of the young lads around him, and no, just physically no much to do on the field. Um, was great in that kind of situation, especially in the second half to get home. And we heard Swans were winning comfortably. They know that was nice. So kind of to know that as well in that second place there could be secured there so it's great how that group when we looked at the group and saw a team coming out for senior and playing the first day we're like geez could be off to lose here straight away and then you're going into Swans we were never we never get better as always tit for tat Swans and traces in as well so it's like the group and you know it'll bring on them young lads and like hopefully we won't lose too many of them senior a few more don't even use, lose any in the weekend actually so we should have said him again but now we're up against a winner of a group there, so it's and like, look, the game get, again. Again, don't come on this, but you get one of Cashel, Burgess or Lara in a quarter final now. So yeah, if I'm go. if I'm right there, so again, I will take any glory. <laughs> again, the last the last group there we haven't spoke about Burgess there, Burgess Clan Kenny. Again, the real drama here was I suppose in the the relegation quarter final as it almost was actually. I don't know, was it still a relegation quarterfinal with the way the score difference kind of has taken that Newport maybe? They did have a better chance of going through. But anyway, they did a bit of a Newport in this one. And, they, you know, they um coming down the straight, they threw away a two-point lead. And Jason Ford, I think a 21-yard free back of the net. Silver Mines were very worried about a relegation dogfight, third place and job done for the year probably. There's a bit of controversy in this one, um, Kevin. Um, apparently... 
Newport are adamant that the Silver Mines player got two yellow cards and never left the pitch. Um, so I heard um, O'Sheen Murphy, I think. Um, he played a good 10 or 15 minutes extra, I think, after getting the second yellow. But the, 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 the referee never flashed, never flashed the red. Oh, jeez. So, <laughs> so he played on. Now I'm hearing murmurings that Newport are thinking the lodging and appeal. Now I don't know. That's Seamus Delaney, the ref, I think. Isn't he be solid off usually? Yeah. I'll tell you exactly who ref that now I have it here in front of me. Yeah, that's what Seamus Delaney yeah, yeah. yeah, but I didn't heard it didn't instantly happen, but I didn't hear that, so it was. Jeez. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't know what the rule is around that now. Is it, are they entitled to a replay if that's proven? Um, was that streamed? I don't think it was. So it wasn't, but weird. you know, they've, they've probably taped it oh, themselves. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. But the other thing is that I noticed that they're after. Tweeting to Jade after tweeting the intermediate relegation semis, but they're not after tweeting intermediate or the sorry, the premier intermediate, unless yeah. I'm wrong on that. So you could well be onto something there, and so that's something that we will monitor anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, the plot thickens, plot thickens, yeah, perhaps. But, but it'd be the same other team have an extra player in the field for a sub, wouldn't I? Seen them being no overturned. Say if you bring on a player, a player doesn't go off as evidence that they're 16 in the field. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look at the All Ireland football club final, you know, and that was for yeah. one play. Tim, Tim, Tim Fly is involved with the Newport management, he so he'll know, yeah. he'll know exactly how to approach Section 16A, <laughs> point one, <laughs> underscore 17, section five. I just, yeah. well, if, if that wasn't videoed, they have, no, they have no chance, but if it was, I'm sure every team worked or sold as video on matches now, aren't they? But you need the permission. Otherwise, you can't use it, and you need the permission to be granted. Otherwise, you can't use it in the disciplinary. But anyway, yeah, we'll. Well, without excusing the referee's incompetence there, if that's what's happened, that's any player that's ever been on a yellow card against us and was about to receive a second yellow card, I've always known he was on a first. He was on on the mm. first one, mm. you know. And I think if a players are tuned into the game and they're sharp, they know who's on the yellow card because no matter what people say and no matter what bravado. To, when when someone else gets a yellow card, they want him gone. After you know, they want him off the field, and for for Newport not, not to be kicking up a stink when when that yellow card was given, yep. they should have brought that to the attention of the referee straight away. Now they probably did, and he probably didn't know what he was. But the two lines but, been there as well. Like so there's a lot. You know, yeah, this, there's a lot of. Ways sorry, lads, I was actually time. wrong. He got the second yellow apparently before half time. Oh, that's a whole match, lads. Yeah. We we played Kilna all years ago, lads, oh, and, and they made a substitution, and your man walked off the field, the slowest walk of ever, and it, it drove us bananas because we wanted him off the field, even though he had nothing to do. How Newport let that slide? He, he, does someone not focus in somewhere there, like you know what I mean? And as bad Did as the, someone not know what on yellow, especially in the first half, you know who's yeah. on yellow. Like he was, yeah. I'd be like, oh, he's on yellow, ref, send him off. Actually, I was in, my, in the probably the latter days of my junior B career, I was got two yellows from. <laughs> a referee that might be over Hawkeye now in Crow Park and it was never sent off so but we lost anyway so there was no definitely no appeal so it does happen but uh Jeez, that could have serious repercussions now if there is video evidence there you obviously yeah. want to stand to know Kevin so for them to know <laughs> yeah, Jesus, hey, if, if that does happen if, at least it's not the South that's holding it up anyway <laughs> <laughs> It's not a self referee as well, so we're in the clear now. We can never see on this. 
Also, um, uh, Stephen, don't, uh, don't intervene yet. Oh, well, well, no, we'll, we'll give you a little stay of execution there for, but uh, <laughs> the relegation here, you have Tracy's. Well, Jesus, I'm, I'm, uh, we'll see. We we'll, we'll probably have Newport. We, I suppose, we don't know in the Mary's group as well, and we've Port Row, so probably too much variables there to talk to discuss that much. That you won't want to draw Port Row on that. Like they're no, they're probably they're they're hitting, they're hitting good scores there. But uh, Stephen, onto yourselves. Davin's great position going into the weekend. Yeah. Handy enough group. Just turn up against Kickham's Nakavilla. And I looked at Twitter and you were like 12 points down at halftime or yeah. something. Like I, I, we were, I'm having a Wi-Fi issue here tonight. I was going to take the yeah. night off, but I said, no, I better face the music. To fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it was, a, it was a complete and utter meltdown on our own part. Um, we never turned up for it. I think I think the um the talk when when the relegation talk crept back in there after our avail but Knockville in round two, I think it maybe took the focus off our third game and probably. I suppose we're in relegation battles last few years. I suppose when when it was made clear that we're okay, I think, subconsciously we settled, you know. And now I'm not taking that from from um, Knockville Kickham's either. They were up first. They had a lot on the line at the weekend and you could see they were mad for it and they won all the battles, they won all the 50-50s and they initiated all the aggression and they thoroughly deserved every point of their victory. Um, the, I think we, uh, someone gave the numbers. The, it was probably, a, it was our worst game this year and unfortunately for us, we left it for the most important game of the year. But um, look, Macville deserved it. They, they, they raced out of the blocks and from my own part and playing in goal and I fucking dropped a big dirty high ball that came in under the crossbar. I went up with the hand, bounced out the hand, straight out to the edge of the square, dived out, tried, thought I'd get it, your man pulled on it, back in it. But we responded well after that and we got a goal as well ourselves and we probably had three or four, no, two or three goal chances really early in the game and when they didn't come off, it felt like last year when Tip played Cork when we hit the butt of the post, it felt like because it hit the post, the air was just left out of our sails. And then just Knockville took over, won absolutely every scrap all over the field. And you know, it is they 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 did what they had to do and they're gone through now and we're we're sitting at home not even and September, you know, and you're it's just, the just really depressing. You're building. And drum an inch win that group, Knockville go through in second. Just to kind of move it on. I'm on the tip GA website here, Capo White, who are flying it and Will hardly be beaten for this championship anyway, I think. But no way. Yeah. We're all agreed on that anyway. You know, what I think they're what they're five from five now at this stage. What a team. Yeah, what a team. Great management there as as well. They're still at Ballangari in second place on the Tip Geo website. So <laughs> and we're all reliably apparent it's actually golden our golden our true here again. Same it's the same in the senior group. So now with Holy Cross, I think they've um temporary relegation instead of up front. Yeah, so look, we've it's again. That's when I suppose they, again, when this new scoring thing. I don't know about you, but I kind of it was in the Clare Championship on the Friday night where it kind of came, it came mm-hmm. off first or whatever, and then someone just said, "Oh, you know, this is into this is all over now as well." So uh, again, a lot of lot of secretaries had to do a few calculations there, and pe- maybe teams that who thought that they were definitely in relegation, maybe or Temple Derry's had a had a nice way out of it as well, or maybe they knew all along. I don't know, but look. 
that was a very, very tight group. Um, Golden, I think, are true on points scored. Overall, yeah. a late goal against uh, Ballangari kind of seals it. So whether they knew that and they were going for the goal or whether, you know, it's a draw at the time. That's a big turnaround for them. Um, they needed a three-point plus win. <laughs> and they got it. Yeah, Real because they were terrible tough, in their first two games. Just tough. Um, going for Ballangari now with the the big outlay and the big managers. You know, Ballangari would have felt they would have been going back up fairly quick after coming down. And I spoke about it earlier about the complacency. So I seen when, when you come down, you think it might you, you get in your head my head that you're gonna go straight back up fairly quick and mm. to the dogfight. And you know this is what the third year down now. Mm. And no real inroads made up the county, and you know, you know it, look, it, it, it's a tough time for. Yeah, I know the score decent, you know. So mm. this year, at all, we at the start of the year we were kind of saying that group and Gary one going out, but like you know, so they were my dark horses for the yeah. Yeah, I thought I I thought they would. I thought they'd have their act together. Like, but look again, it's not saying they didn't have they didn't have their act together. That you, uh, was the reason they didn't get through it. Like, it's just. It's a dogfight. The whole grade is a dog dogfight, and you know, and I suppose that's what makes the whole thing so exciting. Well, look, Golden gets through with the skin of their teeth. Like Golden one win gets it through. Like, no, it's mad. Like in that group, one win gets through. Like and that's yeah. tight. It's like a one win out of three. Like so. But goal, like, you know, that's what happens. Showing when Cap White are so strong, beating all inside. Like they should be just playing without Cap White in that division till the yeah. final. Like in the country. exactly, yeah. Have like a Limerick success is rubbing off on them there. <laughs> we'll all be anyway, so like the favourites to face Cap White in the final I suppose will probably come out of the next group which is Borland win the group Money Gall in second uh, Kilsheelan uh, well, this group isn't complete actually looking at it now Shannon Rovers I think are destined for relegation anyway Um, yeah so geez, I'm just saying Whoever wins between Moneygall and Kilsheelan will get the quarter final. There is the only thing that's yet to be decided. Yeah, Shannon relegation. Shannon relegation anyway on head, on the head to head. So straight that Kilsheelan game will be played Tuesday or Wednesday next week. I think the fixtures out there, and we'll go on to the last group. That brings us up, and we have a few readers' questions. Then uh, Skihunarinki are second in this one. Barry Bacon Grange third place. Well done to them. Another year up intermediate, upper church in the relegation here in Barca Kane. Three from three, six points. So again, Skaheen probably turned around a poor start to the to the year. Um, bit of a hammering off Ballangari. Maybe that gave Ballangari kind of false pretenses where they were. Uh Skaheen have been now been drawn in the preliminary quarter final, I think, as well. Yeah, they already got the yeah. short straw there, didn't they? Jeez, oh. yeah, yeah, so that that'll be a... so that's um Kashidan or Borland, is it or no, sorry, it's, it's uh, one of the three. You can cheat and borrow that money, God. So, three of the favorites really in the own group, and Skaheen are going to be playing one of them. Yeah, and then it'll, be, it'll be money, God. I think uh, Borland win that group anyway, but I depends on scoring difference as well. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, you're right. yeah. confusing, but uh, it's a lot easier just yeah. with the score difference with the four teams involved. But made the last weekend extra exciting anyway, and they've done the um, they've done the relegation for this as well. So, again, Shannon Rovers, who were probably a bit luckless. And is their look going to change here now, getting Kildangan? Kildangan are just relegated from, like, in Premier League, yeah. so probably not yeah. would be the answer there. 
and Upper Church versus Aravale again with no offense, but they both, you know, they're both delighted they've drawn each other. It's a uh, probably definitely the softer of the two semi finals there. Hundred percent, Shannon Rovers probably a good draw for them. Really, it might give them an extra bit of motivation there near neighbours, and there'll be a lot of um intermarrying and you know relationships between the two clubs, so they'd be familiar with each other, and maybe there'll be a bit of a rivalry there. So. I know George Heineken's playing for Shannon Rovers and he's a selector with the Kildangan first team, so there'll be a he'd be seeing them boys regularly training every week. So it'd be an interesting dynamic there. But um it might bring the best out of them because they're and fairness to them, they were in a tough group. They were in that group three with Borla and Moneygall and Kilsheeland and they had a crack at a couple of the matches, but they're they're very light on numbers, Shannon Rovers. Um didn't have a second team this year to the twenty-three or four players, so you know, they're, they're struggling big time, but they'll be hoping that they can just stay up intermediate until they can hopefully bring a few younger players through. But Upper Church are looking like the favourites there. You'd have to say to go down, surely Arvale would have a bit of a kick in them. Yeah, Arvale, they, they, at least they put up a few decent scores anyway if they're conceding at the, the other end. Um, it's all hard here you go up. You're kind of, here you go up. Trying, if you can stay up here too, that's the kind of thing with Upper Church. You know, they're going to get a bit settled in, but... Right, lads, readers, listeners, questions, even. Uh, Enda, one for you first off. Yeah. Who will win the North 19s? Semi finals on tomorrow, Wednesday night, ourselves and Nina and Bellina and Bursley. Um, there's only a five team group in the A this year, so Ross Gray got knocked out. Um, probably. Between ourselves, Nina and Balanav be strongish at that grade. Personally, they probably won't be Balanav. So I'd fancy our 19s actually win it. Darren McCarthy's playing savage stuff for our first team, and we have a good little group of players there. Strong 17 team as well. Um, I'd fancy ourselves without being biased, but Nina will be a tough nut to crack. We have to play them in Nina, but I'd say ourselves or Balanav maybe to win it. Mm, Sean, I'll ask same questions for the mid. Um, yeah, the mid is wide open. Tis there are cells in it with Drome and Holy Cross in a bracket. So, like the two same finals that we're playing this, we're playing on Thursday night there against Drome. It's on in um, on their own field. So, it is so like hopefully we're coming for that. Drome gives a walk over in the in the group stages. So, they did so they can see the game there. Drum having actually it's a quarter final playing Drum and Sorry, we finished third. Um, Drum gives a walk over. Drum actually played two games in the mid and they're sure to get three walkovers. Um, so hopefully we can get over them. But yet we haven't seen Drum to know what kind of they are. So playing them on on Thursday night. So there and the other the other quarter final then will be um to be the other place team character playing Borland then in the other quarter final. That's tomorrow night. So um oh, and then Holy Cross so. Brackens have topped. So like I know kind of form it'll probably be Holy Cross Brackens ourselves and then Borland McCarrick could go anyway. But I'd fancy McCarthy, but they're, sc- they're the team they're scoring, all right. I think they've the Holy Cross, they're, they're in a bit yeah, of a sweet spot. They're a top team, yeah, but they'll always give us a game. So the semi finals will be the interesting. It's like couldn't pick a winner of the, the mid chance on the 14, 19. Stephen, the South, it's a final of St. Mary's and Swan. St. Mary's overcame Kilchilan after extra time. This one's going to be held up a bit now, I'm just thinking because, um, you know, Mary's out kind of Wednesday, Wednesday week. And games on the weekend, obviously both teams in or Swan in a a quarter final. So God only knows when this one will be played. But uh, I heard today Sunday week. Would that make sense? 
So no, because if if Marys win their preliminary quarter final, if they first get into preliminary quarter final, would they not be playing Sunday Sunday week against Gorton oh, Yeah, yeah. I get. Yeah, lots of lots of it's ifs and buts there now. Yeah. Fixtures. Look at it. hey, these two, these two, geez, they must know each other so well. These two, these two teams, you know, all the way up along. But um, as I mentioned earlier, you, you have Young Halloran back. Now he's out of the boot, so he'll be he'll be raring to go for, it. and he could be he could be um, he'll obviously be a huge plus for this one on the nineteens. Yeah. Like he's going to be a plus for the senior team, so he's going to be a huge plus for their on the nineteen team. And I suppose if there's one team who won't mind that game being delayed, it'll be this one because. The longer it's delayed, the fitter he'll get, and you know that that could be the difference in the match. So, look, is the West, <laughs> yeah, is the West I, over? I, Am I right there or the West were played last week? Yeah, Cashel won. They beat Golden in the final by three points, um, three eleven to seventeen. So Cashel be strong you have to, to, you have to love the West. They always get their business done in such a yeah, orderly very fashion. Efficient. Another one from the from the north for you and the. Sam O'Farrell overhyped question mark. Jeez, that's a bit unfair. No, I like Sam O'Farrell. Mm. I think he's a right player and he's a good attitude to go with it. I think yeah, in a few years he could be well dependent on going well with the tip under twenties. It'll be he'll surely be in with the under twenties this year coming. So uh, he's he's got all the tools to be a very good senior hurdler if he stays at it. I'll, I'll keep it I'll fire another one at you there. And uh, any Ross Gray players apart from Tyne and Worth a call from Cal. So this is some young Ross Gray, young lad here, hoping that you mentioned his name. No. Jesus, I wouldn't say so. No, they're a fairly, fairly even team. Other than Tynan, they wouldn't really have a real standout player. Um, I was impressed with Dan Ryan, their wing back. Um, the last day he's been good all year in fairness, to him, but not up to standard maybe at Intercounty. But they're just a fairly even team. Other than Tynan himself, um, fairly even spread of players. Probably no one else really. Sean, I'll go for one for you. Do you think? Oh, sorry, I, I won't give you that one. I'll give that one to Stephen after. Um, all of you call all of you who will be the final four in the senior hurling again. A lot depends on the draw there because you you might get two of your teams in the quarterfinal. Depend, yeah, maybe. um, depends on the draw. Like Langan, I suppose we are going to give ourselves another turnus. After that, it's a draw. Like. Ends with a drink. It's impossible. Tuvera could be there. Lockmore. It's a draw. It's impossible to know what to draw. Like it's until we kind of see the full qualifying draw. I call it, but yeah, it's easier to answer that question. After. Yeah, once you see the, the once you see the yeah that that's fair enough. We call and just on nineteen actually. I see Portland had a big win tonight in the qualifying. That was actually on tonight. They bet McCarthy one sixteen twelve points. That's a massive win for Portland in the under nineteen quarterfinal. Because they bet him in the group stages, but I thought McCarrick would overturn that, but they didn't tonight. So that's a big win for Orlando in 19. Yeah, like. Stephen, last one for you. Do you think there's another year of Bonner in the tip squad on his current club form? So Laura flying, we didn't talk much about him this week because they had a dead rubber game, but your thoughts on Bonner Mar? Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be pushing him out the door. If he retires, he, he um you know he'd be well entitled to um does he still have something to offer Tipperary? I, I, I think he does. You know, a lad, when we talk about does, does a lad have something to offer Tipperary, he doesn't necessarily have to be an automatic starter. You know, his experience yeah. around the setup, his experience and his, and his, um, 
leadership and training, you know, his attitude and training, what what the young lads could be looking at, how how a proper a proper seasoned pro, let's call him, applies himself and train. I would I wouldn't, you know, I I wouldn't be pushing him out the door if I was Liam Cal. If he made a decision himself, you know, you respect it. But if I was Liam Cal, I'd be I'd be saying to him, look, we go again for another year. Well, you agree there. See, if you're not nodding heads, so I'll take that as agreement. I suppose Bonner's yeah. on the right to call it when he wants to see it, I suppose, at this stage. Yeah. Well, I agree with, with everything Stephen's saying there, yeah. Savage trainer. Yeah. Brings a good Sean. attitude. Yeah, no problem. Like, what we saw this year and by doing a club level, it's not like he's staying away in club. He's still there, running fitness-wise. He's has it, like, so. A weekend, of, a weekend of the big ball this week, lads? Again, yeah. I We're out to make it free from free. Fairness now, if you're not, you you must be enjoying this championship now. So, settle your nerves before the preliminary <laughs> quarterfinals, before the the knockout hurling starts. But yeah, the the football is definitely having its moments this year as well. There's plenty of storylines there as well to with maybe a, a few surprise results thrown in and yeah, even in um, full time at the football, Sean might cause yeah, a lot of too. Will yeah, and with with um. Be that one hurl as well, they could drive on here. Like, you know, like the football is like there's probably one or two teams maybe ahead, but the rest is wide open. See the results there. Um, and even ourselves into me, we're playing golden there on Sunday, or Sunday, I think it's half free. Um, and that'll give us three from three, hopefully. But our group and that is actually interesting. It could end up being no one knows who actually goes into relegation because yeah. the Lockmore and Bracken's fiasco could go out to. Why do we make up this room? We drew up these six groups when you only play three teams. I Especially don't want to. Last night, I just looked up the table like, I'm like, geez, what's going on here? Like, we whose idea was that we'll have a 16 group, but <laughs> we won't all play each other for the crack. We'll just play the three. The score difference you know? can't be used. So I say, Count Water Hope and results don't go the way. So they'd be trying to task or I don't Especially know. Especially in the year that they decide to relegate about 20 teams as well. So. Yeah. Could be interesting, um, but anyway, yeah. Then my rovers decide to nearly have a year off, and so look, the, I, I, I think actually the, the the score difference change, I think it really helps them in, in there. I think, um, Anthony Shelley on the preview last week was saying he didn't see him getting through, but I think maybe just any kind of win will do it for him this week. But again, plenty of stories to watch there this week, and don't quote me on it, don't quote me on that, maybe as well. The way the, these these score lines have to be worked out, but thanks a million, lads. Sure, look, we'll. We'll we report back again once there's a bit more hurling played in that. We'll see how the, the club scene takes shape. Sound boys.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.